Hello and welcome to our show, Film Talk with AJ Dean. I'm AJ Dean, your host, and tonight Paul has off. So it's just going to be me and our wonderful VIP guest, Mark St. Marie. Hello, Mark. How are you this Hello. evening? Hello, AJ. Well, I'm very, very good. And so thank you very much for your invitation. I really, really appreciate it. We love having you here. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to meet you. We met you on Clubhouse, Mark, and here you are in uh, on Zoom. We're meeting face-to-face. -face. It's so wonderful to see you. And you are a New York-trained actor from Montreal, Canada. Um, you have been trained under Tom Todorov, and um, you, you, um, who owns his own conservatory in New York City. He has coached Tom Goldwyn, Richard Gere, the likes of Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, Liam Neeson, and Samuel L. Jackson. So and this so is many others, you know, so many others. Robert Wagner also. Uh, oh, yes. Wow. Wow. Now, what was it like? We're going to go back in a few minutes to talk about how this all started. But I do want to touch on and start the show with what what is it like teaching under uh, someone and learning the craft of art and, and acting from Tom, who has such a prestigious conservatory in New York. And and tell us about that. How much have you enjoyed it? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm, how long do I have to answer this question? Because <laughs> Tom is such a... I could talk for hours about Tom because Tom Tataroff has changed my life for the better. And... and on every aspects of my life in all the you know stages of my life because since i was very young i always was attracted you know to go in the us and work in the us and uh, there's a few actors in montreal actually that work both in canada and the us and some of them also in france and um i took some other acting classes in montreal but to go with Tom, well, he was coming to Montreal for years before the pandemic, well, traveling all around the world, a lot in the States, different cities in uh, Canada. It was mainly Montreal, Toronto, and sometimes Vancouver, and in the States everywhere. And sometimes he was even going to Dubai once in a while, Portugal. And uh, But it was a lot of traveling for him. And he has uh, two dogs. He has no children. And his wife, Emily Moulton, is the director of the conservatory. And he was gone all the time, every, mainly every weekend. But now he was coming to Montreal every three months. When he was coming to Montreal, it was uh, amazing. But when he was leaving Montreal, oh, my God, I felt so anxious, so depressed. And... Uh, for me to wait three months was very, very, very hard. Then when the pandemic happened, this is the positive side of the, this pandemic. It's that Tom decided to do classes through Zoom. So he has a place sometimes that he goes, uh, that he still owns, and I believe it's in Santa Monica. But either where he is, it's always by Zoom. So now he has a quality of life with his wife, family. They work together and also with his two dogs. So he's always home and uh, working in the conservatory in New York. So it gives him a beautiful uh, 
you know, lifestyle. And uh, <clears throat> so the, 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 while we're doing a courses through Zoom and, you know, with Tom, it's very, it's the most high standards you could ever find in the world. Uh, what happens is that um, even, I think it's about, it was in 20, yeah, it was in 2020 for 2021, because it started in, I think it was in April, May 2020 by Zoom. Even uh, Chris, the, the Boxing Day and uh, January 2nd happened on a Saturday, and we had classes, because, you know, so it was, and I was very happy because, it you know, I was busy with the, those classes. And so it changed everything because... We have classes every Saturdays from 11 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon. So from 11 to 11.30 with Emily, his director, his wife, we have technique review based on Michael Shirtliff, uh, his book, uh, Audition. Oh, I love that book. That Well, it's based on that. And uh, from 11.30 to 12.30, we have a voice work, body work, um speech work with the greatest i mean uh, voice coaches that you could ever imagine through the u.s there is one that has both citizenship julia Linard, linardin who lives in montreal but uh, when she was uh, which is one of the coach but when she was in new york she was the head of voice coach and also, I believe that she coached one or two shows on Broadway. So the standards are very, very high. And he has um, two other coaches that are older than him, but that were in the first classes at Juilliard, because Tom went to Juilliard also. So, I mean, the standards are very, very, very high. And when you are with Tom, it is a very demanding a lot of young people do not expect that kind of uh, classes because it's the highest standards, you know. He was refused at Juilliard first uh, because he was coming, you know, from uh, Buffalo. Uh, you know, not he was the only one who was getting education in his family. And uh, so he was refused the way that he was speaking for his, uh, you know, how do we say that... Um, just missed the words but he was refused because the way that he was pronouncing the words because it was coming from a popular you know background then he was recommended a voice coach i think it was in the area of chicago to go there for a year even during the snowstorm and he got a job also to to pay those classes and when he came back after a year to apply again to juilliard he was accepted right away Yay. And as you know, so life is really strange because um, Tom uh, was refused because is because of his speech. And now he's recognized as one of the most five popular uh, coaches, voice co coaches around the world. And even a coach, uh, coach, I believe it was Richard Gere for dialect. I don't remember for which movie. So now it's unbelievable. The standards with Tom are very high. It's a um, you it's gonna a mindset. Learn. It's a mindset, right? It's Mark? a mindset. Yes, very, 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 very demanding. But also with Tom, it's not only acting classes that you're getting into. It's like a therapy combined. So you need to work on yourself. <laughs> like he says, if you just want to do small parts, a few lines, you know, you 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 don't need 
him to do those that kind of work as an actor. But if you really want to have lead roles in either it's on stage, in front of the camera, movie, TV series, whatever, uh, that's the right person to yes. do. And Go ahead. Sorry. We, we work on our rackets, and that's what I've been doing a lot for the last two years. And uh, it changed me so much because now whatever I do, um, I feel so more so so confident. I'm always hearing Tom. Okay, you do this, do that. You know, in my in my head. And last year, in 2021, I did uh, because we can do also the the um, the the, the, the um, intensive weeks. It's usually the last thing of the last week of July, where we could be either in New York or through Zoom. So wherever you are in the world, you can assist. And when I did that, oh my God, because you we cannot go or I didn't have the budget to go in 2021. But it's, um, there was a people who went there. And uh, it was unbelievable. And I mean, after that week, oh my God, I said, the next time I want to be in New York. Yeah, right. Yeah, you are very New York. You you fit oh, yeah. in with New York. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. You know, I, I'm asking all kinds of questions to my medium friend, you know, sometimes with that I don't have to ask her because I know it's it's the feeling is so strong. Yes. Inside of me. Uh, I'd like to work in Hollywood, but I know that I would like to reside in New York and because that's where I really belong. Because you love New York or you don't like New York. Absolutely, Mark. You would fit in perfectly, 100%. And um, I love the fact that Tom is doing this, and it's wonderful about the mindset, and it really is a way of life. I love yes. that he thinks that, and I'm so thankful that you found him and that he opened it up to do it on Zoom, just like we met through on Clubhouse. That's right. And I'm so thankful that we met, and look, here we are doing it through Zoom. So I'm so grateful. Exactly. It's the future. Everybody is doing it. So, and I do want to say a uh, shout out and thank you to Patricia Chica because she introduced you. I love her. Hi, Patricia. Um, he, she introduced you to Clubhouse. Is that right, Mark? That's right. Because I took a course, I think it was in 2020, about uh, the chakras, showing your chakras, your work on your energy. And, um, but I'd like to take another special course that she does also. And uh, yeah, she's the one who introduced me and she's, she pushed me you know, to come on Clubhouse. And uh, I'm so glad she did. Wonderful for me, <laughs> wonderful experience because um, I made a lot of, not a lot, but a few very, very good people, uh, friends, you know, on Clubhouse. Now they did, those people became friends and like a Sue Phillips, you know, the perfume lady. <laughs> I see. And, uh, it's for me, and there's Amor, and there's a few. Uh, so, uh, yeah, for me, there's Omar also in uh, India. It's wonderful, wonderful people that I never thought I would, you know, meet. Yes, me too. And I love Sue Phillips also. She was on our show, on my show, and I loved it. She's a beautiful lady, one of my dear friends. Oh, yes. Uh, and she's so knowledgeable of on perfumes and oils, and she's so classy. And I, I we just love her to the moon and back. Um, but you know, Sue, uh, I think it was in November last year, they bring her as an expert to testify from the fraudsters, you know, to the New York court, eh? And really? She was there, I believe, for two days to testify as an expert. 
and Sue was the co-creator. Well, she was a, a fragrance uh, VP for Tiffany. Yeah. And it's funny because it's the father of, uh, oh my God, you know, what's the, 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 Brooke Shields. It was Paul Shields, the, the father of Brooke Shields was a headhunter who got her the job at uh, Tiffany as a fragrance VP. Oh, uh, that's so nice. Yeah. And also she, so because they wanted to create a fragrance to celebrate the 150th anniversary of Tiffany. Wow. So she co-created the fragrance with the chief perfumer in, in those days, uh, Jacques Pauge, the chief perfumer of Chanel. Amazing, amazing. Well, she traveled all around the world, you know, to get, you know, the ingredients mm -hmm. and everything. To went to school for fragrances in Paris, and but she traveled a lot, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. So for yes, me, and I'm I'm wearing my uh, Parisian hat and a little bit of my Parisian wig here to match my logo colors, if you can see. And I did oh, this. Yes, yes, because you speak French, right? Oui, je parle français également et j'ai également fait, je fais, j'ai déjà fait un peu de doublage également en français. Oui, monsieur. <laughs> voilà. Je peux, je, je maîtrise très bien les deux langues. Oh, I, I, I wish I knew more. I wish I knew more, Mark, but you speak it so beautifully. Thank you so much. I love it. And you know, I'm part, I did a, D, I did a DNA test and I'm part French and I love, oh, yes. yes, oui, oui, yes, uh, oui. And uh, <laughs> so I'm so happy that I'm part French. I'm very proud of that. And I love that. Um, so hello to France and everybody in Montreal, Canada, uh, and uh, Quebec and everywhere. Um, we love you. Okay. Um, Mark, I did want to say, um, you. how did you start in, first of all, where were you born? And how did you start in acting? I know you started... You began as a radio host, is that right? Yes. Okay. I began as a radio host for two different stations. And the, um, the last show I was doing was, you know, classical music. So I was interviewing, you know, the chef d'orchestre and all the, um, the ballet dancers and uh, opera singers. And uh, Where was this? In Montreal. Montreal. Okay. Were you yes. born in Montreal? Yes, I was born in Montreal. Okay. I think when I was around 10 years old, I, my mother, uh, you know, I went to a, not very far from our house, to a private home, to a, an acting teacher, and I learned my diction and everything. But I wanted to become an actor since then, but I was never encouraged to do it, because my mother's uncle was part of the, the there were three or four businessman the founder of the union union des artistes we call that uda in quebec and for the actors and people were starving a lot he was even going when he was going he was wealthy when he was going to new york he was buying makeup for the actors and uh, so i was never pushed you know to do that uh, that career but i believe that you, you are an actor or you're not and when you discover that you are it's like anybody else, you know, who has, has a passion, then you need to go and get the right training. Yeah. So I took some classes, you know, in Montreal, but there was always something missing because I was aiming very, very high. And, uh, but when I had the opportunity to meet Tom, well, that's where everything changed. Everything and also, changed. Yes. And with Tom, you know, it's not... Um, 
is always telling us very often, uh, you know, uh, before being a professional actor, become a professional human being. Oh. Know your own nervous system. We don't want to be well when there was in person, or even if it's through Zoom, directly direct uh, auditions uh, on Zoom. We are, don't want to be responsible for your self-esteem. So we need to work on ourselves to know our own nervous system and to apply the tools that work best for us. I love that. I love yes. that, and um, that helped you. Um, did you know that when you were working as a flight attendant and at the Ritz Carlton? Or did you learn, you learned this later, right, with Tom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I worked at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, I was a switchboard operator. My my grandmother was working for Bell Canada, you know, with those cords there, the, the switchboard. That, and uh, so I always, I love to talk, you know. I don't like to write, but I love to talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, uh, I was a switchboard operator. Well, one month at the Four Seasons Hotel. And it was funny because when I was there, you know, I was just behind the front desk, so I, there was uh, Elliot Gould that I saw, Chevy Chase, and also, uh, I cannot imagine I met that guy, Burgess Meredith, who played the Penguin, you know, in Batman in the 1960s, and that oh was my... one of my favorite shows. Yeah. I saw him because I was near the switchboard. When I was at the Ritz-Carlton for six years, I was screening all the, the, the calls for those celebrities, so we had... Uh, royalty i think we had one princess but after that baronesses you know duchesses but business people but then with all the celebrities there was karen black you know who was in the airport 75 the uh, yes attendant yes and uh there was <laughs> so we had christopher Plummer, david bowie sophia loren John James was playing in Dynasty. I was getting all the calls that the you know, young girls wanted to talk to John James. That you know, so we had so much. We, we and, uh, and Mark, do you think? Uh, I think that you were destined to be an actor because yes. in the in those roles of being a flight attendant and uh, working at the Ritz Carlton, it's all about service and customer service and delivering the very best and but, but aj for me when i was a flight attendant um i was really really different from the other flight attendant it even created a lot of jealousy around me because and towards me because i never served passengers on a plane i always pampered my passengers so which is very very different and uh, for me i never think about customer service because it's so integrated it's like in part of my genes i just treat people as i would like to be treated and i love to go in up upscale hotels and what upscale bars you know hotels so and uh i was really trained by mrs um, jeanne morancy you know with now she's still living she's about 93 or 94 years old and we still call each other and i was really really well trained because those that that kind of clientele was very very demanding but i was trained in such a young age to really you know take care of people and and i trained a lot of switchboard operators and after that in offices receptionists but uh, yeah i did that's, that that's and... because you have a beautiful heart mark yes. and you care and that sets you apart also um what's very important to you is um 
respect and fun. And that also sets you apart as well Thanks. as an actor because you take your craft seriously. It's not yes. about a paycheck. It's about the art for you and the, the whole experience. And I love that about you. And that's why you have, you're on that high level Mark, and you're going to do very, very well. You're going to oh, go even you. farther. Yeah, your dreams are going to come true because you uh, put the time in and you really care. You're compassionate. It's your passion. Oh, and, yes. and I see it, that. my so life mission. And there is a quote that I saw on Facebook. It's a um, Annette Binning, and it was under her name. And she said, being an actor has nothing to do with being glamorous. It has everything to do by exploring the soul. Oh, That's I love I that. That is beautiful. That is so you, Mark. That is so you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. I love that. Um, so when you worked at the Ritz-Carlton, before you became an actor, what did it teach you? Oh, I was 18 years old, a lot. I mean, a lot about life, a lot, a lot, especially at the Ritz, because people in those days were coming to the Ritz-Carlton, which was an older, very upscale hotel. If they wanted to go to a modern hotel, which was I think two or three blocks away, uh, they went to the Four Seasons Hotel. So that's what we had in those days in the 1980s. <clears throat> These were the, well, the, sometimes it was the Queen Elizabeth Hotel, but it was mainly the Ritz or the Four Seasons Hotel. And if we were overbooked, we were sending them to the Four Seasons. If they were overbooked, then they were sending out them, the clients to to us. And um, why did I learn? Oh, my God, so much. And I was put in a work environment with a lot. I think it was 14 or 16 different ethnicities, so different cultures. And uh, I loved it. Wonderful. wonderful i'm very curious about people about life to learn grow and evolve and believe me with tom we better be curious because you know we need to ask <laughs> a lot of questions and um yes it was really for me a beautiful beautiful start in life at a very young age because unfortunately nowadays young people you know about service are exceptions but you know they don't care so it's uh, i'm very proud and it's, it's serving me because whatever i'm doing i'm gonna be a lot of do give a lot of dedication to my work and uh, yeah. and as tom says when, when we learn a text we need to be well we learn it and we have to be a detective mm -hmm. on our text but we have to be as good as we were an agent working for the cia with all the details <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Hello, Tom. We love you. <laughs> You're the best coach, Tom. Yes. <laughs> um, I did want to uh, showcase your wonderful, uh, a few of your two great movie posters that we have on screen here. Tout la vérité and Le Cure. Oh, yeah. Et c'est raison three. Uh, raison three. Um, so we those are a couple of uh, TV shows that yes. you you acted in, and I hope did I pronounce it correct? Or please help it was me. Toute la, yeah, toute la vérité, but that was a small part, and the other one was. Le cœur ah, a raison. Yeah, I was playing a rabbi, a <laughs> rabbi, you know, in it. So yeah, 
Oh, you but, were playing a rabbi. <laughs> yeah. But was also, that fun? Was that fun? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I had the wig, you know, and all the little things, the ear, you know, becoming <laughs> the hat. And, uh, but I did uh, a short film uh, in 2019 about ITSS. Yes, I was going to mention It's love, right? Yeah, and I just uh, took a note because, oh, yeah. So, and it's funny because in uh, it's about a young woman, you know, that's hypochondriac, and she thinks that, you know, she has a STD. So she goes in that specialized clinic to get, you know, tested if she has an STD. But she really, she really, she's really attracted and she falls in, in love with the young doctor. And I'm playing the older doctor crappy old doctor was really rude and uh, you know <laughs> very like uh, not very nice and the that young doctor his name it's jonathan vanderson a very attractive young guy and and it's funny because jonathan vanderson i studied at the tom Tudorov conservatory a few years ago Oh my goodness! But we never met on set because he he did he is done his scenes and I did my scenes. You know we were not on the same uh, set, it's but a small yeah. world. Yeah, and that uh, short movie uh, got an award. Well, so, congratulations! Uh, I was doing like the crappy doctor, you know, was looking at women's butt when they were entering my office, and not very classy, <laughs> and uh, you know, really weird and pig uh -huh. you know, no pig you know like so that's what i was playing yes <laughs> and there's another one that i did it was last year it's called a psychic a psychic i was going to mention that yes that's the one of the picture i sent you you know with those white eyes you know yes tell and, us about uh, yeah. that tell us about that movie that production oh it's, yeah it's uh, it's uh two girls who are friends and one of them wants to bring her friend to see a psychic the other one doesn't believe in that and um, I was really like, well, with the picture you can see, I was really weird, really creepy. And when I was laughing, I was, <laughs> you know, at the end, I was like kind of really weird, really, really, really weird. And uh, so because then the lady who doesn't believe, the young girl doesn't believe in, 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 in the psychic, she sees a guy moving in a picture but she doesn't know that to take that guy out of the picture, I have to send somebody else in the picture. Oh. And I decided I'm sending her in the picture. Wow. And yeah. the story and the story explodes into a different path. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And now the story finishes. It's a short film. So it finishes. It's supposed to go in festivals. It finishes that now she's stuck in the picture. Wow. Now this was produced September or filmed rather September 2021. And now you're going to send it out to film festivals. Best of luck. And not me, the directors and the team the are going to do it. Yeah, yeah, the team. Wonderful. And so hopefully that will come back. And was that fun to play as well? Did you have to put, um, how did they do the whites of your eyes? Did Was that contacts or what? How did? Oh, what they did, yeah, it was contacts. And uh, it's um yeah i put the contacts in and you know because uh, it was like uh, students from a school so i was telling one of the guy how to do the makeup because i couldn't see what i you know i couldn't apply it myself i, I didn't see it but it was like uh, yeah there was a 
some contact white white contact uh, lessons wow. and uh, i was uh, it was quite uncomfortable but it's part of the deal you know being that's being an actor you know when you go and you see the awards or whatever it's the oscar the emmys the golden globe especially when people look at women or look glamorous with those dresses you know men are usually a dress I like, you know, but for women, all the jewelry and beautiful makeup and everything, they think that's glamorous. Yeah, but this is a party. But if you pay attention to the scenes that they're showing to the public, it's not glamorous at all. It's depending on what your character you're playing on, on the conditions you're playing. I uh, remember I saw on YouTube uh, because Sophia Loren, um, what she did, her one of her son is a uh, director. A movie director wow. and she was playing and she she's a very glamorous beautiful woman but she was playing this old lady that was kind of on the streets you know and she had gray hair and her makeup she had makeup but not like we're used to see Sophia Loren it was really really like very makeup like no makeup you know wow. and then her son told her we, we're gonna put some like especially you know a machine to have the the rain go on you but you cannot blink your eyes and she had the rain falling on her and she didn't blink her eyes because Amazing. she's a professional actress this is not glamorous at all yes it's a lot of hard work isn't it it's part of the work and it's part and, and, and as tom is always telling us never judge your character and always find the love and play the positive i oh, hear that every week i love that thank you so much Tom has got some great gems and wonderful advice. I can see and hear why you, um, you know, admire him so much. And I'm yes. so thankful that he's your coach and your acting teacher. Um, we're going, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to start wrapping it up. It's gone so fast, but I want. I mean, I could talk for hours, you know, I love, yes. I don't like to write, but I love talking. Yes. You're great. Talk. You're a great talker and we love it. Um, I did want to ask you before we go, um, what are you currently working on and how can people, uh, contact you if they want to hire you as an actor? Um, Mark, go ahead. Well, I'm aiming, you know, I did a principal in a new TV series in um, August. That's going to be uh, aired in uh, next March. Here Congratulations. In, uh, Quebec. Thank you. But it was only one, uh, one thing uh, shot. And, um, and it's fun because now I feel so strong as an actor. I could do anything, last minute auditions, whatever. I know exactly what I have to do with, you know. But uh, what I'm aiming for is to do a lot of, uh, I like to work in English more. And uh, to, because I, I auditioned years ago for a movie, Head in the Clouds with uh, Penelope Cruz, but I did not get the part. But on Clubhouse, I thought, I met one of the uh, executive producers, I just, James, James something. I don't remember his last name for the moment. And uh, he's a very nice man. I think he lives in London, England. And uh, but for uh, to work to work in TV series and in movies, and to get eventually leads in the U.S. Wonderful. And so, how can a casting agent or a manager, or an agent, contact you? How do they get a hold oh, of you? By my Instagram. Okay, by your Instagram. Instagram, so they can text you and message you on Instagram, and that's okay. That's perfect. And, and what, is, what, is, what is it under? Is it Mark Saint 
Marie. I'm gonna just check because I'm not. I'm not. I know it's not Mark Saint Marie. Just let me check out. I'm gonna just give you the right information. It's Saint Marie Mark. That means S T E M A R I E and then Mark M A R C. I love your name. So it's Saint Mark Marie. Saint Marie Mark. I'm sorry, Saint Marie Mark. Thank yeah, you. with a C. <laughs> okay. With a C. Let me say that one more time. Saint Marie Mark. Follow uh, Mark Saint Marie on Instagram. Instagram. Yes, and you'll find him there, and you can uh, text him and message him. And now we're going to do our heart messages for the week, Mark. And what that is is if there's something on your heart that you want to say to the world, your message or your philosophy or anything you want to want to say, this is your time. So, it's already over. My God, I, I can't believe it. Oh, it's so fast, isn't it? I know. I'm so sorry. Um, but let's let's start with you. Um, what is your heart message for the world for this week? Um, what does the world need to know, Mark? Over to you. Very easy. That's what I am applying now in my life. Um, in the world that we're living now, whatever circumstances, whatever happens in the world, be connected to your heart. Follow your intuition, and when you receive the intuition, you always have the free will to listen or not. But if you decide to listen to those messages, and you're going to do inspired actions, not just any actions, you're going to do inspired actions. And once you receive those messages from intuition in your heart, um, you could check on YouTube, Greg Braden talks about the heart coherence and everything. It's our job to rewire our brain, to be aligned with the heart. And then that's the best time to do your affirmations. But always put your hand on your heart when you don't know what to do and you're, you're very stressed out. Put your breathing down. Put your hand on your heart. Ask the question and you'll get the best answers, best answer that suits you the best for that moment. Oh, I love that. That was beautifully said. Thank you so much, Mark. And what a what a nice message for the whole world right goes right to our hearts and we accept that thank you so much for that heartfelt message uh, i loved it i loved it so much and it's just so um wonderful of you to to be that way you're one of the great hearts in this world yes. and you're a fine actor new york trained and my message is you each one of you and me all of us together in this world, we have a spirit of love, power, and self-discipline. Anything that you would like to achieve in your goals is possible. All you have to do is either write it down and step-by-step step, uh, achieve those goals or just tackle it head on <laughs> and you can do it. So um, that's my heart message for this week. And Mark, I want to thank you so much for being my guest. You were absolutely wonderful. And I feel that we're friends forever. And I appreciate you. Thank and you so much, AJ. Thank you so much. You touched my heart. You touched my heart. You're such a gentleman. And I just want to give you a big heart. That's for Mark right there. That's for Mark. <laughs> Bless your heart, you. Mark. You <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And until next time, um, let's see. I've got my... Uh, my fan here until next until we meet again mark until next time au revoir merci beaucoup au revoir every bye bye everyone bye bye